0: together
1: welcome back to the dark twisty podcast esther you said last week's episode that you wanted to rewrite the intro so i'm gonna gonna hand it
0: over to you where we give you advice from people who need advice themselves i'm esther and (laughs) and i'm nikki that's what we do when i do the intro no that's what we used to do and then you change it every single week (laughs) Mm -hmm. last week you said and it is i nikki or me nikki i don't know what you said but it sounded funny Hey, you look funny,
1: so I don't know what you want from me. Oh my
0: god, I was born this way. <laughs> <laughs> on the
1: right track, baby. You know what i I was born this way. No. Uh, Lady Gaga. Queen herself. I live under a rock. You
0: know
1: that. You
0: know that. Anyways, Nikki, tell us what's been up in your life.
1: So, my baby left. My brother was here with my nephew, who I had just met. He's four months old, because they live in Israel. And they were here. They were only supposed to be here for two weeks, and then Israel... Uh, like was going to send people coming into a quarantine hotel regardless if they live in Israel or not so they were like we're not taking our screen baby into a quarantine hotel <laughs> and then they you know now two weeks later so they were actually here for a month so that it was longer than it had to be, which was really nice. But they just left. And it was just so nice having them there. Like waking up in the morning now when it's quiet. Like I literally would wake up early just to like play with the baby. And he it's so crazy because babies develop so fast. So like when he got here, he was like a potato. Like and then when he left, he was grabbing things, he was like screaming, he's like talking, like not talking. A month is but, actually
0: a good time because like you actually get to see the changes. You like. see the
1: change. He couldn't grab. Then now he's like scra- he's like taking like his little toy giraffe. Sophie the draft's a very popular toy, and he's, like, literally grabbing it and, like, making out with it.
0: (laughs) On purpose. That's so cute.
1: So, other than that, like, I'm on break now, and me and my boyfriend are going to Virginia um, in a little bit, which, I don't know, by the time you guys are listening to this, we might be in Virginia, so that'll be fun. But that's really all I've
0: been up to. How about you, Esther? So, I had the funniest thing. Basically, I... My car, Gertrude, I don't know if anybody remembers, but she died a while ago, and so we're looking to get rid of her, and she's sitting in my cousin's driveway for a very long time now. And she's taking up space. And we live in a house where there's like 50 cars and different people coming in and out all day every day. So it really gets complicated when there's less space in the driveway. So we, my uncle called me today and said that like, hey, we're looking. We found a way to get you money for your car. Like I can get about $400 for my car. So it's not a lot, but it's a little. It'll help me. Yeah. So he Better said $0. he's like I need the title. So obviously, I had my cousin go into my room at their house, and my room at their house is a mess right now. And it's not because I left it that way because a week before I left, I had to move into my cousin's room because we were having a family of eleven come stay at the house, and they were staying in my a, a few of them, not all of them. Can <laughs> <laughs> I family of eleven? In this room. <laughs> no, but like the parents and two of the kids stayed in my room, so like. All the kids' stuff was in that room because, like, the parents were there, you know? Okay, but... So my room got really messy, and then I had to pack for New York through all that mess, so everything got insane. And then, because of the COVID hospital situation going on there, <laughs> there's more people staying there, and it's been, like, six months since my room... Since I've seen my room, and since it's been clean. And since it makes Montcester? me... Six months, it's maybe been three weeks. It's maybe been a few weeks. <laughs> three weeks. But either way, I'm looking at my room today on FaceTime when my cousin I had to like find my passport for Mexico and she had to find I had to see if my title was there. And oh my god, I had so much anxiety, it was terrible. But basically, finally I realized that my title was here in my house in New York, and I have to look through the attic. So I've never been up to the attic in my oh, house. I don't know if scary. you've ever been up to my attic. Why would
1: I be up in your attic if you
0: were <laughs> <being> up <laughs> in, in your, your attic? attic? First of all, I want to make it out in your my own bedroom and kitchen if we can extend the ceiling a little bit cuz it's really low even for short people like me <laughs> basically i climb up the attic that the, the ladder so my dad tells me he's like okay so here's the deal when you climb up the ladder either put one foot in the middle of the ladder and like in the center of the step or both feet on the sides because your weight needs to be evenly distributed or all the la the like, I guess the steps in the ladder will. <laughs> no. Oh. So I'm sitting there on this rickety ladder, freaking out that if I take the wrong step, oh, I'm gonna end up gonna dead. Break. So I'm like climbing up. My father standing there behind me. He's like, "Oh my god." He's like, "I'm not standing and waiting." It was like 20 minutes to get he up the ladder. It was not so. Long. He could go up the ladder. Obviously. I know. He went up to show me how to do it. I was like, thank you. So I go up up and I'm looking through all these boxes of all my stuff. I wrote like, Esther's box one, Esther's garbage two, Esther's this three, Esther's nonsense four. Like I didn't, whatever, but I found one box that says Esther, yeah. If
1: there's an Esther's garbage box, why can't it just be
0: in the garbage? Because it's like garbage stuff. It's so like stuff that I want, but like garbage stuff that I never want need it if or it's use. garbage. Well, I wrote garbage on it because that was what I was in the mood of writing on the box, but it isn't actually garbage. Okay, got it. It's probably like funny, stupid things that I don't actually need, but that I wanted to keep. So
1: I can go home and throw it out, and you probably would never notice.
0: Well, yeah, because I don't remember what I packed away. Exactly. I wouldn't remember if you threw out my documents, which okay. is the box I was about to tell you about. So I get into the documents box, and I'm looking in, and what do I find there? Yeah. Do you remember what I got you for your 21st birthday? What
1: did you give
0: me for my 21st birthday? For Nikki's 21st birthday, I bought her this book, and we went to, like, a massive parade that day, and I bought her this book, and I had everybody that we met that day sign the book, and we took pictures, tons of pictures, and I was gonna print out the pictures, and and put them all over, I put them all over the book, and give her, like, this one book that had that whole, like, amazing day in it. It was such a cute idea, and guess what, I never did the picture part, the signatures are there, everything is there, besides the pictures, so, I found it in that box, I just started laughing, I was like, okay, whatever. So, are you making it for me now? Of course, I'm yeah. taking it, of course You're I bad. am, I'm literally making it for you, you It going arrive in time for your 23rd birthday. My 24th birthday, 6th birthday. No, your 23rd, in time for June, I'm not gonna say your birthday on the wow. podcast. What if people, like, want to steal your identity? Yeah, but what if they also want to buy me presents and send it to you? Fine, June 30th, 19...
1: 1900.
0: 1900. Sorry, <laughs> you were going to say? We oh, we can't touch. No, <laughs> we were going hi- we to high-five. We were going to
1: high-five. Not, like, kiss or
0: anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should yeah. we get into the questions? Okay. <laughs>
1: should we get into the questions? Okay. You didn't tell the podcast about your...
0: Oh! <sighs> Do you guys want to hear? It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> Basically, I have, like, stomach problems my whole life, like, since I'm zero. Well, you had, like,
1: ulcers. Yeah, yeah, like, but that was like, a result real, of the stomach problems. Real, I'm saying, not real stomach Like, everyone has stomach problems. Like, I have IBS, so, like, whatever. That's a, Everyone says they have stomach problems. Like, you actually have stomach problems. Yeah, I had
0: ulcers. I've been in doctors and testing and I've had endoscopies and blah, 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 blah. Nothing's wrong with me. They also diagnosed me with IBS because they couldn't figure right. it out and it's not chronic, so, you know, right. whatever. But either way, my diet, my my diet, my doctor put me on a really strict diet for the next, like, six to eight weeks. And, well, for the first two weeks, it's because it's, like, a cleanse. It's a lot stricter. But basically, I'm only able to eat protein shakes and vegetables and not even all vegetables. Like, no starchy vegetables, obviously, no carbs, whatever. So no potatoes. No potatoes, no <gasps> carrots, no, like, no random potatoes. things, like, whatever. So, I'm, like, very, very limited on food. So, my body and my face is going through so much withdrawal. I'm getting headaches from no coffee. I have my skin. I've never had pimples in my life. I want to post a picture just so everybody could see what my face looks like. I asked Nikki. I was like, did you see my face? She's like, yeah, what happened? Like, I literally look like I was in a car accident (laughs) in a car. Smashed all the skin off my face and just created texture everywhere. It's disgusting. So, like, I mean, whatever. I'm actually really happy that I'm going through the detox because, like, it feels healthy. It feels good. And I'm at that point where, like, now I have my energy back. Like, at the beginning of the week, I had no energy. But I also haven't been able to stomach the protein shakes. I've been vomiting from them. If anybody has any tips on how to... Stomach, a protein shake without adding anything into it besides vegetables because I can't have fruit. Whatever. Let me know. But basically, I've just been drinking chicken soup around the clock and eating vegetables. And that's my life. So Esther's life is
1: really depressing. But yeah.
0: hopefully this will fix her stomach problems. Amen.
1: Aww, Ready for the questions? Aww. Yeah.
0: Do you want to read the first one? Because I just spoke.
1: Oh, shoot. I'm not prepared for this.
0: Do you want me to just pass okay. you, one? I just opened up a random one.
1: No, I want to do it. Touch
0: your phone, idiot face. <laughs> okay, I should be the one that shouldn't let you touch my phone. That's what I'm
1: saying, idiot face. <sighs> no, I get okay, it. Okay, random <laughs> question. How do you deal with a parent going through a difficult or emotionally stable, unstable time?
0: I would say honestly, it's no different than going through an unstable situation with anybody who's significant in your life, whether that's a significant other, whether it's a sibling, whether it's you know, a principal doesn't really count because like whatever, but.
1: A principal? (laughs) I mean a
0: school? Like if your
1: principal is going through emotionally (laughs) unstable.
0: Some people are unstable. (laughs) I don't
1: know. Are you supposed to If I was a principal I'd
0: probably be emotionally unstable? (gasps) I'm sorry,
1: are you supposed to Are you supposed to support your principal through an emotionally unstable time?
0: Yes, you were put you in this you. world to support and be there for everyone. You shouldn't know if
1: your principal is going through an emotionally unstable time. That's what not What if normal. they're just emotionally
0: unstable people in general? But that's none of your business as a student. Whatever, I'm not in high school anymore. Either way. <laughs> I can't believe you just said your principal. I would say, um, honestly, like just being there to show your like support and your love, like is important, like, they should know that you're always going to be there for them, and that you love them no matter what, and that you support them, and that you're there for them, but I think that is also extremely important to keep yourself, like, in a distance emotionally, like, distance yourself in a way that the, like, the struggle, emotional struggle, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm the laughing. emotional struggle that your principal is going through should not be affecting your emotional stance. I'm still laughing that you just, <laughs> well, I don't know, I'm I sorry thinking I, you know, about emotionally I, unstable people I'm that just, I know, and it happens like it you're to you're be... Really <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a principal, I'm in college, but yeah.
1: I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know what you think about this, Esther, but, like, the problem with a parent is, is the reason that a parent is different is because when your parent is, your parent is really supposed to be there for you, you, and and when you, when your parent is emotionally unstable and they can't do that, it's very hard for you, and for you to be, you also have to become the adult in that situation, and that's very
0: unfair to you. Also to find a balance of, like, supporting them without, without like, it over, with, like, yeah overtaking their position almost. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Like, it is a tricky balance.
1: Yeah. I wish... I mean, obviously, you don't want to go out here and, like, tell us the dirty details of what your parents are going through, and I completely understand that, but, like, it would almost give us a little bit, like, more of maybe what you can do in this situation. You can, like, give them made-up names, like, the pretend they're your friends, if
0: you want. Made-up like diagnoses. Yeah.
1: But it's just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But it's just, like... It's hard because you, you need to be there for people, but also your parents are supposed to be the adults, and they're supposed to be the people that take care of you, and you're really just, I don't think you're responsible for taking care of them until you're way older, and they're, like, old, and, like, need to be put in a nursing home, and then it's your responsibility
0: to take care of them. So, yeah, I, I mean, I was gonna say, like, you can't, like, this is something, like, I cannot reiterate enough times, and, like, we've said this a thousand times on the podcast, like, in order to be there to support other people, in order to be healthy and happy, you have to be healthy and happy within yourself. So if the emotional situation of your mother or father is going to be coming down on you so hard to the point where it's affecting you emotionally, that's where you need to take a step back and say, This is not it's not my job to be supporting my parent in this case. Yeah. You know? But if it's something that you can do and you can't offer love and support and exactly. here and you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. then it's a lot It's it's honestly tricky because we don't really know what kind of support we're talking right. about right now. Right. Is it emotional support is it like physical support you know like if I'm thinking like someone who let's say suffers from anxiety there's different kinds of people that would need different kinds of support you know some people just need reassurance support some people you know some people need body support I know I know that like a lot of let's say parents will project their kid like project their body image issues onto their kids and like that comes from an emotionally unstable place of themselves where they hold themselves in a very negative place and it comes from a very deep place of emotion and that for a kid it can either damage them or if a kid is like you know able to deal with that like great that's fine but sometimes it can be so damaging for you to be for you to be the supporting factor right. in this case so right. I think that it's important that you almost like analyze the situation a little bit and try yeah. to figure out what is your place maybe discuss it with the other parent involved or any other siblings that can be involved that, aunt uncle yeah someone that would know the situation and feel comfortable you know again we're happy like if you give us more details we're happy to like readdress this we just we don't know the circumstance so there's not really much we can tell you. Right.
1: We can also always talk to you private if you email us exactly. and say, you know, we, I don't want this on the podcast, but this is the situation. You know, me and Esther are always more than happy to talk to you guys, to you guys about these things in private. Um, but like Esther said, you really have to put yourself first. If it's a situation where you can't like, let's say you're because the grandmother died and like you weren't so close to the grandmother. So like, okay, like you're side for a few days, but then it really, really affects your parent. That in that situation you just gotta be there for your parent and show them how much you love them and take care of them and give them and allow to them bed, to allow them to grieve. But if it's a situation where like Esther said, unhealthy body image and it's putting you in a really bad place, then you need to detach yourself a little bit almost.
0: Yeah, because otherwise, how are you gonna be there to support them through their un- instability if you're gonna be unstable and as well? Because exactly. a negative and a negative, let me tell you, friends, math is wrong. Do not, not make, make a positive. positive. It makes a deep dark hole of
1: death. <laughs> that's
0: beautiful. <laughs> oh, that was stunning. All right, next yeah. question. Your principal. <laughs> oh, sorry. am I supposed to be six feet to close <gasps> Your toes don't have corona. It's fine. Okay. I hope. Oh, my God. Your toes have corona. I see it on them. You see the little corona germs? You see the little corona germs. Yay. Okay. Basically, I just started getting really busy. I've always been super bored. Like, just... Would stay home and watch and whatever, but recently I made a few minor commitments, and it's actually really good for me. I'm happy that I'm being busy because it helps my mental health. Ha ha ha. I don't know why that's funny, but ha, ha, ha. <laughs> by the way, when people write that in text messages, I literally read it. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, the issue is, I'm happy because I'm busy, but I haven't been able to really sit and watch and relax because I'm busy. And I'm happier when I'm busy, I really need it, but I feel like I'm running and never sitting. I don't know if I'm just not adjusted yet, and I'll get over needing to have a lot of time to unwind, because I was just used to being able to watch four episodes a night. Anyways, looking for tips on how to balance.
1: That's a good question. Um, well, there's a few things. First of all, I do think that you should keep busy, but are you keeping busy just because you made, like commitments to be like it's jobs like what, where do you think this is coming from Esther like the is it like you you've taken on too many commitments and maybe you should scale back on one of your commitments because you want more time for yourself this way you can have the balance between the two or like you're enjoying every single one of your commitments because if you're enjoying every single one of your commitments like obviously we're all supposed to get like what how many hours of sleep a night eight seven eight eight too i don't know i mean last <laughs> night i got
0: four but, but. I think so eight. what i do for myself
1: let's say like it's seven to eight and i and i want to give myself seven hours of sleep whatever i always like obviously have to give myself that but i've said this on the podcast before i always wake up about an hour to 45 minutes earlier than i want to get out of bed what i do is i wake up in the morning i give myself 15 minutes to, like to my alarm i go out I make a coffee, I sit in bed, and you can watch an episode or watch half an episode, scroll on TikTok, scroll on Instagram, and this way you're giving yourself, like, time to, like, wake up in the morning, get ready for your day, giving yourself that time, and the same thing at night, I say I always go into bed two, and obviously you might not have the luxury of doing this, but even if it's a half hour earlier than you actually want to go to sleep, I always go into bed two hours earlier than I want to go to sleep, this way, I have two hours for myself in bed, whatever I'm doing during that time, if it's scrolling on TikTok, if it's watching... TV, if it's watching a movie, at least I'm giving myself
0: two hours. That's why I'm giving myself two and a half hours a day. Just for me. You know? That's amazing. Um, I was going to say that I cannot believe this is episode 30 already. Just yeah. before I get into the question. Yeah. I literally realized that as you we were talking, I was like, this is episode, episode 30. Oh, yeah. good God, Good yeah. going. Good, good okay, us. so what I want to say is that everything good... Everything in general comes to an end eventually. So I would say, like, enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Enjoy being busy. You're you're not saying that, like, you're... you're here's the thing. TV isn't going anywhere. You're always exactly. going to be able to sit back and relax and watch TV. And there's always going to be times in your life where you have less commitments or more commitments. If you're enjoying being busy, I would say enjoy it. And yeah. soak it up and get so, so, so tired of being busy that when you stop with these commitments or when these commitments are over, you then have time to enjoy and relax and unwind. And then you can eventually just, like, you know, I want to be half busy, half being able to sit and relax. I have to say, as someone that, like, always needs to be busy, it was hard for me when I moved to Florida because I wasn't always busy, especially during the pandemic. Once I, like, I don't know, like, I wasn't always busy. During the semester, I was extremely busy, which was amazing. But before the semester started, I, it was a good six, seven months where I was just working every day and doing nothing. And, like, it kind of killed me. Like, I wasn't doing good habits. I wasn't, like, being in a good place. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't exercising. I wasn't doing what I needed to do because I wasn't, I just, not that I wasn't happy, I was happy, but I was just bored. Like, I need to be busy, and I, I want to say, like, If I'm not busy, like, I'll always find myself things to be busy with. And I will say that me and you, when Uh we're both both not busy with, let's say, school and whatever, we're very focused on our podcast. Why? Because we want to make sure that we're always staying super busy, busy. you know, even, and and super busy could mean from your bed some days. Like, I do, some days I'll do, like, a crazy amount of research just from my bed, and, like, it was such a busy and emotionally draining day, but I didn't get out of my bed. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Obviously, I don't do that anymore. Now I have my Versa 2 Fitbit and i walk 250 steps okay. every hour at a minimum yes. 10,000 steps a day and i'm very active and yeah. i go to the gym that would just turned
1: the There was no point of that i, I just wanted to say know what that it was, there was literally sleeping, no point like,
0: but <laughs> yeah don't talk okay. about it but i was going to say with like finding a balance between like keeping busy and also having time for yourself i also think that a lot of times leaving weekends free is really good because yeah. then you're really busy during the week and you have that time over the weekend to relax, see friends, do things, and yeah. be on your own.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think keep keep keeping yourself... I, you know what? It's true. When I'm not busy, like I said, I'm on break right now and I have nothing to do, but I'm so freaking busy. I don't understand it. Like, I literally have no plans every day, but yet I don't see myself getting into bed until 11 o'clock because I'm so busy. So, um... I definitely think keep busy and just try to make an effort to make a little bit of time for yourself during the day because I Think that will make a big difference for you because that's also a better way to keep busy like Like making it a sustainable lifestyle is by doing it in a way where like you're giving yourself even if it's just one hour a day throughout your crazy busy schedule if you could just find that one hour a day You might find it a lot because then you get to watch one episode a day, and then you know, even if it's while you're eating dinner. I I always I don't know if that's like a normal thing, but I always watch TV while I'm eating dinner. Like I need that time for
0: myself. So I think, yeah. I think that's yeah. I think that that is that. (laughs) Like, there's nothing else we can really say about that. Should go to the next question. Um. So I'm gonna read the next question. Um. Okay. So we have another question for Nikki slash her boyfriend. Ready. I'd actually love to hear about the website your boyfriend gets $2 books from and I'd like to read the classics also. This pandemic has really has been a really lonely time for me and I've found that reading is the only thing that gets me through it. Does her boyfriend have any recommendations on specific classics that he liked or didn't like? Or any books that he read and doesn't think are worth it for me to read? Sorry, it wasn't more specific originally about which books I was looking for, but I would love his list of books that he's read so far. Thank you so much in advance.
1: Okay, so I will definitely get Isaac to give a list and tell me the website. I don't know it right now, and he's skiing in Montana, so if I text him, he's not going to be able to answer for a couple hours. So, I will definitely get the list and we will post it on our Instagram. So, if you're not following us on Instagram, it's dark twisty pod. Um, D A R K T W I S T Y P O D.
0: I'm giving her the death eyes in case anybody wanted to know. It's that's not weird. your turn
1: to spell it. I'm but gonna it's, a,
0: talking. it's just my job, it's my permanent job. You hey, can my take job at the
1: beginning of the episode. Fine, okay.
0: So, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that's how that's what we fight for. That's friends. our
1: arguments. Wow, beautiful. So yeah, and then, um I but I will post on our Instagram the website as well as his recommendations.
0: Okay, now it's your turn to ask a question. Okay.
1: So the next question is is what do you guys think about medicating for anxiety as opposed to natural solutions? I tried for a while to use therapy to cure my anxiety and it didn't work. And now I'm on medication that works wonders, but I feel guilty that sounds like I didn't try hard enough to cure it without meds. Do you think there, do you think one is better than the other?
0: So, um, I'll tell you what I think. I think that there's a reason that there's medication out there is because there are people that need it and it can help people. And I think that before you go to the medication, you do need to try everything in your power to make sure that this is something that you really need as you need need to help you. Because if there are alternative methods, obviously you don't want to be putting things into your body that you don't need, you know? So I would say... If, it, if you've really tried and exhausted all your options, then absolutely, if this is something that you need and it's been helping you and it's been working wonders, then there's no reason I would, be, I would say that anybody should be against it. It's not like you just said, oh, I have anxiety, I want the easy method, I'm going to go on meds and it's working. No, you tried, you went to therapy and it didn't work. What I would say is that even though you're on the medications now, there's still a lot of research and there's a lot of new methods always being invented and always coming out that are going to help people with anxiety. And there's different ways that you can try to improve on how you deal with yourself through your anxiety. And I think that even though you're on the medication and it is helping, you should definitely be researching and trying to figure out ways that you can do things naturally so that hopefully eventually you will be able to wean yourself off of the medication and not have to be on it all the time or be relying on it. For me, I, you know, I don't get it prescribed, but I take Xanax sometimes. It's not something I take very often. I would take it like I don't know, I've had like ten pills for the past three years and I'm still have two left. You know what I'm saying? Like I barely, barely whatever. I barely ever take it. (laughs) So like like they're expired, she takes them, she has a great time. (laughs) She's flying (laughs) They really just put me to bed. But (laughs) I'm just whatever, like It just it's something that like I don't take it very often because I don't need to but if I needed to I would absolutely be seeing a doctor and you know getting it prescribed regularly So I I personally use alternative methods because I found that it's worked But I also realized recently that you know some sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and the times that it doesn't work I do feel very lost and that can be really hard and also really triggering it can make you feel even worse and more anxious so I would definitely say that if it's helping you and you've tried other options keep at it and stay strong and then you know again try to work on alternative methods on the side so i
1: i don't disagree with you but i also don't think there's any harm in taking medication as the easy route out just because i mean i think everyone knows what works for them like when i i personally took i think i was taking Advan for like a year i got it prescribed to me and I was taking it and it was great, but when it when I wasn't taking it, I felt horrible. And that's the reason that I stopped taking it was because I couldn't I couldn't know that like my whole life, if I continued this, I was going to need to take it or I would feel terrible. Like I was having panic attacks when I wasn't on it, which before I started my medication, I was having an occasional panic attack, but I wouldn't have a panic attack every day if I forgot my medication. But the second I would forget my medication or not take it or whatever, I would get panic attacks. And I was like, wow, this is really affecting me, which is why I decided to stop taking it. So I do think that you need to think about that when you're taking medication. I wouldn't think you should feel guilty about it being the easy route out because if it is working for you, then why not enjoy that it's working for you? Like that's great that it's working for you. The only reason I would say to explore other methods is because you have to think, do I want to do this my entire life? Do I want this? Like, am I gonna want it to be that I'm on pills every single day? If when you forget it for a day, you don't feel absolutely horrible. And Also, if you think that you can cure yourself with other methods because some people really can't and that's totally fine and normal and you don't, you don't, have to do anything else like you shouldn't feel guilty you should not feel like you have to it's just you have to think about it if you want to i think uh, that's more important that's the yeah. important part i agree know?
0: i agree there's no there's no like you have to do you have to do what works for you exactly it's, it's working for you and it's it's good and you know again like you have to understand. You have to take into consideration the days that you're gonna forget, or the days that you're gonna run out by mistake. Right. It will happen eventually, it does. yeah. And you have to make sure that you could survive those moments. But I happen to be just someone a little bit more in the homeopathic side, like right. I don't. You I, are in general.
1: That's exactly. I'm a little bit
0: more like hippie, and like I want to do home birth, and like you know what I'm saying, like all those things. So I generally say like, if there is an alternative method that you can try to do it, but I'm not saying don't go to medication. I think that there's a reason there's medication. I take it when I need it, and like and like it's important that. You know, I always say this about everything is like people say like, well, in those days we didn't have this this, right. and, this. and I'm like, there's a reason why we're it's not in those days. It now. Yeah, we're not there's in a those reason there is a reason why technology is so far advanced and why we're so lucky that we have all these options. That's why there's like 50 different ty- types of therapy nowadays, right? Back in the days, I I just had this conversation with my father and he was like, therapy whatever and he like did not agree with therapy cuz he grew up in days where therapy was looked upon as for people who right. have problems go to therapy. And I was saying that like we're so lucky nowadays. Yes, there's more um, mental illness awareness now. There was always mental illness. Now right, there's more exactly. awareness about it, so there's more help. And nothing is wrong with having more opportunities to cure and to to learn how to survive through this world. Like, right. you know, everybody got to do what works for them. So I prefer alternative methods because I don't like putting stuff into my body right. that I don't need. Right. But I've also, you know, I'm pro-medication if that's what you need and that's what works. Shall I read the story this week? Go for it. Okay.
1: Okay, it's a little bit long. Okay. So, I actually found this podcast accidentally when I was looking for a Grey's Anatomy podcast, so I'm going to tell the story of how Grey's Anatomy ruined my life.
0: Ooh. Are you ready?
1: <laughs> I started watching it my freshman year of college and became addicted. I decided that I was going to join the pre-med track and become a surgeon like Meredith and marry a neurosurgeon like Derek. I was so addicted that I would wash my hands the way they do when they're scrubbing in and when I ate food with a fork and knife pretending I was doing surgery. Anyways,
0: I'm obsessed.
1: Anyways, I failed out of pre-med after taking general chemistry, so that went so there went that dream and my GPA. I switched my majors to business after getting my apparent grades and my pre-med class. Thank thank you, Grace Anatomy, for ruining my GPA. <laughs> and then I had to say an extra semester because I switched my majors so late and didn't have enough business classes. Grey's Anatomy also ruined my love life because now I literally am not attracted to men unless they are surgeons. <laughs> I wear scrubs and pajamas and pretend I'm cuddling with Derek.
0: <laughs> Who are you, and where I did I, I still, marry you?
1: <laughs> I still am still on the search to marry a surgeon, so please help me find a Derek Shepherd or Mark Sloan. And that's the story of Grey's Anatomy ruined my life. I am seriously looking for Grey's Anatomy podcasts to listen to throughout my day, so that kind of shows my unhealthy addiction. I just okay. want to
0: say, I'm done. I love You're you. Amazing. I love you.
1: <laughs> Me and Esther love Grey's Anatomy. Like, I think I'm on my fourth rewatch, and guys, Grey's Anatomy is 17th season long. Like, it's not an easy, and there's 24 episodes, and it's an hour each. Like, it's not an easy rewatch, you know? So, yeah,
0: we're uh, we're big Grey's fans over here, so we love. <laughs> I think we should um, make a Grey's Anatomy Episode of our podcast yeah. where we just talk about Grey's Anatomy because we're called Dark and Twisty and nobody really gets it. It's supposed to be after the Dark and Twisted Sisters, but I don't. We've never once discussed. Yes, we have. We actually That's had a question months. a while ago. I remember we had a question about how to marry a sur, how to find and marry yes. a surgeon, and they were like, "And I'm serious. I'm not joking. Like you guys should meet each other.
1: Yeah, you, maybe you guys should marry each other. Oh wait, you're not surgeons and
0: yeah. Well, well we both you know what? It it Let's surgeons was, together. Let's <laughs> exactly. go. I told you, dress up as a nurse. Go into a hospital, pretend to be working. Don't actually do that. Oh, well. <laughs> Why not? If you can get away with it, then totally. Get you're away. not going like, to get like, nurse, nurse, we need your help. And you're like, <sighs> You're going to be like, well, I know this because I watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> By <laughs> the way,
1: you don't even need to go to medical school. You can literally just keep watching Grey's Anatomy. It's, it's true. It's true. Anyways, Anyways, with that. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, our anonymous submission form will be left down below if you have questions, if you have stories, if you need advice. It'll all be down below. Um, You can also find us on Instagram or Gmail, which our Instagram and our Gmail is darktwistypod or darktwistypod at gmail.com.
0: D-A-R-K-T-W-I-S-T-Y-P-O-D. Um, Esther, like,
1: is sitting here on her phone, like, not waiting for her to... Well, I'm trying to to delete the questions we already did to... Whatever. Anyways, um, and, yeah, we cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Oh, also... Fine, never mind. Bye. (laughs) What? (laughs) I was gonna say that, you know, if you send it to us on Instagram or Gmail, you will always be left anonymous. Also, follow us on Instagram because we post updates. I know we're kind of shitty at posting. We're gonna try to get better, but we do always post updates about schedules and things like that, so I would say follow us on Instagram. Um, and yeah, that's it. We love and you guys. Bye. Bye.